When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Recorded live. Hey, all right. So, I know, I love it. I love hearing that. Especially because it means that everything is working. So, welcome, everybody. This is our EFT Mastery class. It's class number one. And um, and I was uh, sharing with everybody that um, we're going to have a, an organic group. I'm very glad that we are not, we're not a big group, so we're all going to have a chance to talk and ask questions, support each other, give feedback, and we can be very interactive. Uh, and though I have the, the capacity of, um, you know, muting everybody and then unmuting, I think it's nice to just do it in, a, in an organic way. If it doesn't work, then we'll, we'll figure out a different way. But in the past, that's what I've done. And we can just say, you know, hi, can I say something? My name is blah, blah, blah. And we just go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And the other piece is before the sake of the recording, it would be wonderful if you can. Does everybody know how to mute your own phone so we can actually have a really good recording? Yes. Right. Awesome. So, um, actually, I, no. Hang on one second. You okay. know me. I'm the technology challenged one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no problem. Uh, um, let me go in and see if I can do this. Hold on. Uh, and actually, you're in a very quiet space. It's more than more when you know you need to talk with somebody else or somebody else is coming in the room. Uh, you know, we we when somebody's talking, it gets the the recording at a little off. So. So it's so exciting that we're all here. I really like it. It's really cool. And, uh, well, we are going to, believe it or not, what I would like to hear from everybody is that it's almost been like close to a month that we uh, did our EFT Level 1 and 2 training. And I would love to hear from each of you, um, how has it been? Do you have any questions? So there's going to be three three things I would like to uh, to know. Uh, do you have any questions or comments from the training? Uh, do you also the second part would be has something come up in the, you know in the last two or three weeks that you would like to bring up for everybody to talk about? And of course, I would like to talk. I would like to hear from everybody about uh, a success or a celebration. Um, that is connected with EFT, how that have you noticed anything different when you're doing tapping, when you have done tapping with others? Um, because I feel like it's so important that we actually literally build on each other's experience. Um, and I'm going to be taking notes, but, you know, we always have the recording. And um, I, I don't think that I need to say these among us, but it's very important that I say it anyway, that whatever we talk and discuss here, stays here because we may be talking about either clients or our own experience and it would be really important that we feel really safe and that we're comfortable, right? Um, so that's, that's very important. Does everybody agree to that? 
Oh, of course. Everybody's muted now, and nobody could tell me anything. <laughs> so, um, so let's do let's do these. Let's just um, let's. I'm counting with everybody agreeing. Uh, whoever would like to start uh, by sharing how it's been and what questions and celebrations you have, um, let's just go ahead. Whoever would like to jump in. Hey, this is Claudia. I'll jump in. Hi, Claudia. So great to hear you. Thank you. So how it's been since the training course has been amazing. I've had some amazing breakthroughs as far as having insights when I'm tapping. Because beforehand, I would tap and not really know where to go or what to say to myself. And since the training course, that's really shifted for me. So I feel confident in tapping for myself. Because mm. do you feel like you have more, like a more internal guidance of where to go? Is that what you, or how to explore where it might yes. be the lower layers of your experience? Yes. And it had a lot to do with what Stefan said about getting to the core memories. Mm. So okay. Yeah. So when I'm tapping on something that's happening for me now, in the background, I'm always conscious of, like, where does it come from? Right. Yeah. So that was a big shift. Yeah. So that's been great. And then, um, yeah, just my general being is very different. And I feel like, I feel like it's part of the rock stars, but also part of the EFT training. But I feel like I've shifted out of enforcer a lot from the tapping, from having a constant tapping practice. And I feel a lot more, like, at ease with life. Yay! How amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I yeah. I completely agree because it is true. It is it's such a wonderful relief and break, right? Because I feel like sometimes as uh, charismatic leader was in such battle at times that it's like such a relief to be at ease with life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you been <laughs> tapping with others? Have you been tapping with leader um, with? clients or other yes. people? Yes. So I have a client that comes to me when her relationships are breaking down and there's a lot of drama in her life. And she'll, she comes to me for uh, full-spectrum energy healing, what I learned at the Reese Thomas Institute. And um, so I, with, with, I, with her and with another gal, I started including some tapping. Um, and what happened was she got to the emotion. She got to the, like, real hurty part, and then she retreated. Hmm. So she got to that part, and then she shut it down. And um, I couldn't get her back to that place. So, so was it, just, just to clarify, so it was like, so you were, were you doing energy healing with her and then started, you did some tapping, and then she got emotional? How was it, the progression? That's what did it I when I work with someone in the in an energetic, I like to do tapping first and then energy healing because I feel like the energy healing integrates and calms down anything that might have gotten stirred up during the tapping. Mm-hmm. So we were tapping first, and we were tapping on a current relationship that she had, which was very uh, destructive. She gets into very destructive patterns and very like. Tugs back and forth. He doesn't want me, but she still meets up with them. Like they don't, they never like take her on as a full girlfriend, but she puts up with it. 
so we were like getting to the pain of how that keeps happening in her life and she started tearing up and crying and really letting the emotion out and then she just all of a sudden <coughs> excuse me buttoned it all up and couldn't go back there to that to that sort of painful place. Yeah. 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 And she talks she, a lot. She, she's very like talking has to tell her to stop, like say an idea, stop, take a breath. Stop. Because okay. if not she'll just work herself up into a tizzy. Mhm. Well, but I didn't so know she, how to get her Mm-hmm. So she's very is she very talkative? Like she starts talking and she will not it's hard to interrupt her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's so, often a, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I didn't know like we got to that place where she was about to like really like let clear out let out the emotion. She buttoned it all up and then we kept tapping, but I didn't feel like it was going anywhere after that. Because she went into her head and I couldn't get her back right. out. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. So, uh, I, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to really um, oh, yeah. address. No, I'm going to address these because I think it's very important. And it may, what it may happen is that other other people may, you know, may could see these in their own, um, in their own experience. And it will mm-hmm. come up at some point. It will definitely come up because it does come up for everybody at some point. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to mention a little bit, and we can go deeper into it if you have further questions. But the piece, so the, the, it's very important to understand that some, so when she buttoned up, something happened where there's a huge pattern where for her to go into an emotional place is not safe. Okay. And it's just, it's a matter of just naming it and honoring it. So... The, the thing from there would be instead of keep on tapping or whatnot, interrupt the process and say, you know what, I just noticed that as soon as you started getting teared, you know, teared up and really getting in touch with the pain, I'm guessing that it probably became too much for you mm. and you just, I completely saw that you shut down. You shut it down and you just went up. Uh, this is typical of our CI, a creative idealist, where... Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they have a humongous tender heart, but mm-hmm. because it's so tender, they when it gets a little too painful, they're going to, like, completely disappear and go into their head, which is a yeah. safe place. She has, so a I, charismatic lead, she has a big charismatic leader, too, though. Okay, okay. So you yeah. think that is that which one, which one do you think is her primary? Do you have a sense? Charismatic leader. Charismatic leader, okay. But that talkative nonstop is coming from the CI. Okay, okay. The, the, the CI just keeps on telling you and checking and checking. And also it's a way of somebody um, from disconnecting from whatever is happening because yeah. as, they're con- as they're telling you the story, they're so involved in the story that they're almost not even aware of what they're feeling. Yeah, totally, yeah. I have a so Slowing her down and getting her to be aware of what's going on. Right. So it's about taking, you know, taking a breath. I would start with her, you know, next time that you see her, really say, you know, I've been thinking about you and I'm, I've been noticing some patterns, you know, and I'm just curious, would it be okay if I relate what I've been, you know, thinking of or exploring and we can explore it about it together? And just so it's an invitation to say, 
what about what, how would it be if she were able to experience her emotions so she can actually release the pain? So it's mm-hmm. not about it. It's not about it feeling the pain for the sake of feeling the pain, which is extremely mm-hmm. it's too much. And uh, but it's also just like both experiencing the pain to release it, and also at some point she had this. She internalized the belief that. It, Feeling her feelings was not okay, mm-hmm. and and to just say that you know and and you know our minds are such a safe place, they really are right. It's like you're in your mind and you're like you can make up stories, you can you know do all kinds of stuff and have ideas, never actually feeling one iota of emotion. Yeah, and it, you know it's, it's a way of if she has developed that to cope then it's going to be really hard for her to be able to create a space. And you can tell her this is about creating perspective so you can make new choices for yourself mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. relationship. So it's like creating that space. Like even if it's a little uncomfortable, it's about like getting out of this box where, you know, we're talking a lot versus just like, okay, let's breathe for a moment and see what's happening. You know, and, and if exactly it's uncomfortable. That's exactly Isn't what it? Yeah. Oh, good. And what happened? She got it. She gets it. I said, I said, everything that I'm asking you to do is going to be completely uncomfortable. I said, because you've developed this defense mechanism and you don't know how to be alone and you don't know how to be bored. So it's the moment that you're alone and you're bored, you reach out for your phone and you reach out for these guys that aren't valuing you. And I said, Everything that's happening in your life has nothing to do with these men. <laughs> it right. has everything to do with your patterns and everything that we would do together would, is going to feel awkward and weird and uncomfortable and, and unsafe in some ways, you know? Right. How does yeah. she feel about herself? Like, that she have, how does her regard for, is she, my, my guess for your, from your story is that she's not very good at self-soothing or taking care of herself when she's looking outside of herself for comfort. We had a discussion about that too because I said, in order for you to have a breakthrough and for you to move through this, you have to have a daily practice of some kind. And she's like, I Mm -hmm. can't, I don't know how, and and I can't do it, and it's never, I've never been able to do it, and I don't think I can do it, so. Yeah. And it might just be like being able to this how she lives by herself? Yes. Okay. So it might be a very good thing for her to just instead of just being quiet, because quiet may be too much, like mm-hmm. way outside her comfort zone. But what I would bring in is actually um be when she's in her home, what can she do that would help her feel more comfortable in her home? Like it could be something super silly like, or simple, not necessarily silly, but simple like cooking a meal or organizing a closet. But it's something that she's both busy, but she's doing something that is nurturing for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So create... I said. Yeah, I said, you, you know, if you're home alone and you're starting to get bored and you're reaching out for these men, like, I want you to redirect that energy into something else. She teaches all kinds of fitness class. She's a fitness instructor. And I said, you know, look in your fitness books. I'm sure there's always a new routine that you want to learn or something that you want to develop in yourself. I'm like, redirect that energy towards 
like putting it into your fitness work. Yeah. Yeah. And the other piece that is a deeper issue, which, you know, you'll see how fast and how far you want to go. But the other issue that maybe you really press on is that, like, you know, Stefan talks about there's something, as a little girl, these men are are actually unavailable or abusive in a very similar way that one of her parents was. Huh. And the, and the, trying to figure out. But I, I'm sorry? I've been trying to figure that out, but apparently, like, her parents are still married. Apparently, they're wonderful. So I'll do a little more digging there, but yeah. I'll figure that out. And it's, it can be kind of subtle in the sense of, like, you know, if you have parents that, like, are completely lovey-dovey with each other, maybe they were not as interested in paying attention to her. If she's a charismatic leader, charismatic leader children are not easy. No, no, yeah. yeah. You know, because we're very willful, we're very strong-minded, and sometimes for parents it's challenging. So I want you to consider that maybe she got this message that her parents were either not as available as she would like them to be, uh, she, didn't, they, she didn't feel as protected or as cared about, Maybe she was told that she was either not a good girl or that she was too troublesome. And yeah, somehow... I, I definitely think so because her sister's like the perfect, like she's mm. married, she's got the stable job, she's like the good girl, and my client is like the nutcase. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's where I would go. You know, in order to break the pattern with this man, it's it's for her to recognize that she's actually wanting from these men something that she hasn't gotten growing up, and she keeps on looking. But the pattern, if the pattern is similar, there's definitely an old memory there, an old pattern there. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, okay, yeah. Wonderful. And, as, you know, if you think if there's anything else, well, we can always come back. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. And You're then, very welcome. We can get to this later, but the other question I had, I don't want to take up too much time, I want to be fair, but the other thing yeah. that came up was, was someone asked me to do tapping with them um, for uh, some issues that she has with her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. She wants to do tapping with me around some anger she has left over with her ex-husband. And I usually I'm pretty confident because, you know, I did the Reese Thomas program, I feel confident but she wants to do t- tapping, and all of a sudden I went into my head, and I was like, whoa, I don't know if I'm qualified for that. So maybe we could talk about that more later, but I just want to share yeah. that with it. Because so. well, what came up for you is that, what, you're not ready for that, or what What came up, Jesse, so I have a... Yeah, I don't know why it came up for me, but I was like, I'm not qualified to do that. Like, what came up for me was, like, if I don't fix it, and she's paying me, like, how how, how dare I do that? Like, I want to know uh-huh. that I have the skills to fix it if she's going to be, like, this other gal, she's kind of, like, she's been a friend. She's, I've worked, we've worked together. Like, you know, it's, like, a little more loosey-goosey. This is, like, a client, like, out of the blue, like, who comes to me for nails. Like, this is, like, a real client. Like, and, and I'm, like, faced with, like, if I don't fix this, like, ugh, like, I'll feel bad that she paid me and all this stuff. Good. Okay. So we'll definitely talk about that because that is about, that is a big, the, the big issue, the big umbrella is like, you know, do I really have what it takes? Yeah. All right. Perfect. Good. Yes. Let's see. Uh, I'll definitely talk talk about that. 
But um, who else would like to share? Ooh, oh, I know. Yeah. Great. Um, <clears throat> so this is Donna. Hi, Donna. Um, hello. And I have not talked with anyone um, yet, even as really a practice client, but this week something has shifted. A lot of things have happened this week. I did my first talk and a, and a webinar and that same friend who had me do a talk um, has a potential client um, that she's going to be coaching but she thought that tapping would help this woman as well so she wants me to meet with her about tapping and then a friend called me and she has a real um, phobia around dentists and dental work and she needs to have some done and she's really in a state. She, um, <clears throat> so she called me about tapping. She really just thought she was telling me to get like a little script that she could say while she was at the dentist. But um, I feel like I told her, no, 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 we're, we're going to actually have a call and we're going to tap and we're going to work through this stuff and then before you go to the dentist you're going to have another call and then I'll also get you something to do in the dentist and you know so um, she's like okay uh, and then I'm going to be tapping with Gerda on uh, Monday so all of a sudden I was ready I guess yes <laughs> absolutely So, but that's so, all, um, do I really have what it takes? Uh, that that'll be great to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how how has been? Have you noticed any difference when you're tapping on your own? Um, <clears throat> I I do um, that. You know, I wish I could say, I still wish I could say I was tapping every single day. I'm not. But I do tap, and I, kind of like Claudia, I feel like I am more clear about where I'm going. And one of the things that I've gotten really, really focused on is that part of just really stating the negative. You know, just like really and and repeating and repeating and repeating the negative and not shifting too quickly to um, try and feel better. But to really say it, I see, I so see the value of giving that voice to what I'm feeling and pushing down. And, you know, it's there anyway. And giving it a voice, is the, that is what I really see. Um, as I tap. Fabulous. And that that is I cannot I cannot even say you know enough how huge that is because as humans it makes so much sense that we whenever we have a problem, be it our, our own or somebody else's, we just wanna fix it. We just want it to change, we want it to go away, whatever it may that may look like. And it's so huge to tapping I have found that it's so powerful in the sense of like really, really honoring what is actually present. Even mm-hmm. if it's ugly and it's not, you know, it's not really nice to look at or to feel, 
to really honor it. And has anybody had the experience, of course, you don't know who's uh, with me, but I'm also curious if somebody else, because it has happened to me so many times that as I'm talking, either by myself or with a client on the negative, and I just go at it. I just go to town and exaggerate it and give it so much, you know, voice. And to all of a sudden, I notice it's just a very subtle internal shift, but all of a sudden I'm in touch with what is the root. Your what? What is the root, the source of the problem? Mm. Like, you know, I'm just, as by, va- you know, by just like voicing whatever is the issue today or whatever might be troubling me or whatever is going on with the client, there's a point that after saying it, saying, naming the negative enough, I get a very clear sense of what is at the root, what is at the source of this issue. Yeah. Um, Has that ever yeah. happened to you that you just, and I was like, oh, this is why I'm feeling this way. I, I don't know that I've had the sense that I got to the root, but what happens is that I'm tapping and I'm voicing and I say things that I don't expect to say. So you're getting deeper and deeper into it and understanding more, 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 more phases of it in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Congratulations. But it sounds like as you know, you were not tapping with with people yet. But as the class got near, maybe there was a part of you that said, "Well, I better get get on in gear about this," and people are like just calling on you. Um, yeah, that really is exactly how it happened. I was telling Claudia, I started to imagine, how about if I just, um, to my friends on Facebook, put out, you know, I want to practice tapping, and I did my training, and does anybody want, want to tap with me? And then these opportunities started showing up. So I didn't even ever post anything on Facebook. Just started that is up. so cool. And congratulations yeah. on your talk. Thank you. Was how was it? Did, how did you feel? How was it giving it? Um, I felt really good. Um, uh, like, I, And I put it together in a really short period of time. I thought, oh, I don't know if this is ever going to work. And then I did it, and it felt, it, it felt on track. It was on women and self-esteem. And uh, we talked about the, or I talked about the inner critic and the witness. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm so glad because it's something that, you know, it's kind of like a, a taboo subject. A lot of people don't like talking about it, but it is the, the elephant in the room, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's connected. That inner critic, you know, when you when you look at it and... and um, actually hear the voice instead of letting it talk in your ear and not really paying attention, um, then you take away the power. Just like when you voice in tapping, you, the, the stuff that you've been pressing down doesn't have that grip on you anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you look at it on the in the face instead of just like 
hiding from it in a way or trying to avoid it. Right, exactly. Fabulous. Any particular question or, or would it be helpful also to talk about what does it take um, for you to really do it? Well, you're, you said you're going to talk about do I have what it takes. That'll be good. And then, you know, any any insights on tapping for, um, you know, phobia and uh, my friend, because I really would like her to not be in so much uh, terror and despair, despair and pain about going to the dentist. Perfect. Yes. So I actually am going to tell you about that because since we have one that is common, but tapping for phobias, the, the, the way that you want to go about it is like with any issue, first is about getting in touch. Um, you, you can even do it as a tell the story technique or um, even as a movie technique, however you, know, you want to target. But it would be like the feelings. You can start with whatever feelings. What is it that, you know, she imagines that she's got to go to the dentist. What starts happening in her body? And you can take note of the sensations in her body, the emotions that are present, what are the thoughts that pop into her mind. And you just take note of that. And you can actually, so you can go two ways. You can actually tap directly on those to just bring the intensity down. Or you could also say, okay, as you're in touch with these, uh, what is present in your body right now, all the, all the in- intensity in your body and in your nervous system, you know, what does this, does this remind you of something? Like when was the last time that you felt this way? And, you know, and, and say, and you can even say, you know, these may be connected with attention, when you were younger, or it may not. <coughs> um, so, so there are both both ways to go about it, right? It's uh, you can tap on the symptoms if they're if they're excruciatingly intense. So, um, so you give her some relief today, mm-hmm. and right, and you can actually focus on whatever is most intense until it decreases. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can just try to go for a memory. Like I, I actually, this happened to me a couple of years ago. I had to have some um, oral surgery. And I was really, it wasn't necessarily phobia, but I was really in a lot of fear. I, I was, and, um, and I identified a, a memory when I was very young. And I did a couple of very intense sessions on it. And it completely shifted my experience. I mean, like night and day. Hmm. So it was very, very helpful. And dentists can be something that happened when she was young. It could also be connected with an, an experience of feeling powerless. I mean, if you think about it, and this, I always say this, the dentist is the only time that somebody is literally inside your body, right? Because... I mean, when you go, we go to the OBGYN, the same thing happens, but there's one little difference. When, they, when we are the dentist, we cannot even talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, it's like in, in a way it's kind of funny, but it is true that we, it's a kind of a, it can be a very um, a powerless situation for some people. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would actually go for that. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you whatever would does that make sense? Is it would you feel more comfortable going more for symptoms first and then finding memories? What do you think? Um, yeah, I was going to ask you if I did a session with her on symptoms to bring down some of her, you know, extreme anxiety. I, I'm suspecting that I would still be able to have a session and go for memories after that. You know, I can't imagine that um, in one session we're going to actually clear all of her anxiety because I agree with you. I think it's there's, you know, memories and things underneath it. Yeah. So, so. my so yes, my recommendation, especially if you're not feeling uh, you know, super confident going into it, I would say just tap on the on the anxiety, on her the fear, the worry that just you know, stay on those emotions and what are the sensations that are present in her body. She may feel tight, you know, tightness in her belly, her shoulders may be crunched up, she may even feel nauseous, whatever it might be going on, and you tap on those. And also mm-hmm. just pay attention. You, you just let her know. She's like, if something comes to mind, just, and you just, you, you actually, we have to train, you know, train and educate people. You know, this is a process that because it is a mind-body tool, uh, your mind may actually show you a picture or a memory that is going to help us identify how to relieve this fear. So mm-hmm. she you may be tapping, you know, just on the anxiety, and she may say, I know what this is about. Or you can also interrupt after, like, you know, I would say, after I want to interrupt after, like, three or five uh, rounds. I stop and I say, are you noticing anything? Are you, what has shifted? Are you having any thoughts, any memories popping up? I just really, you know, I just invite the possibility because, you know, it's so amazing. Our minds are so brilliant and we, we deal with so much all the time that sometimes we actually, something does come to us, but if we're not being asked, we disregard it. Right, especially if it seems unrelated. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's been a, a, a learning process for me, I know, to just trust and say, you know, if an image comes to mind, to just trust that my mind is showing it to me for a purpose. Exactly. Yeah, and it's so that that is really key, Donna. That is really brilliant because it is true. I have had many times where something seems completely unrelated, and as we start talking and tapping and talking, the person is like, "Oh, now I understand," or I I even get a. a an intuition of how it totally connects. You know, it could be, who knows? I mean, it could, it could be, so, so, you know, simple and in a way disconnected, like she's playing, let's say, hide and seek, but she feels trapped and she's screaming and nobody's hearing her. Mm-hmm. And do you see how she could feel like she's in a situation where she's powerless and she cannot, and nobody's actually there to help her? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, you know, the dentist is that sense where, and, and, and also what is it that is so concerning to her? Is it the pain? Yeah. Is it, pain. you know, and, it's and, the pain? Yes, the pain and Novocaine doesn't work on her, but she has a sense that it might be affected by her anxiety that the Novocaine doesn't work. 
And that I have to tell you, a hundred percent. I have a client who actually the exact same same thing happened to her. She needed at least like six times more Novocaine than a regular uh, patient, and her doctor kept on saying, "If I keep on giving you Novocaine, you're just you're not going to be able to walk out of here." And uh, and it was the anxiety itself that mm-hmm. that was really interfering with the. It, isn't it incredible how our body responds that? We could actually completely disregard an anesthetic. It's just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really amazing. So try that. And if anything else comes, uh, but does that seem like you're you're clear of how to proceed with her? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Of course. And everybody, I want to let you know, something comes up and you have a session, uh, feel free to, you know, just send me send me a quick email. We're all connected, so we can actually even, um, you know, share with each other. Um, but, you know, if it's like, okay, this is what this what this happened, and I this is what I did. I would like to know how, you know, I'm going to see her in two days. How how do I deal with it? Um, we'll be in touch. That's that's mostly what I'd like to say. That is if something else comes up. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Donna. And congratulations on your talk. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Okay, so Jana or Cheryl, who would like to go next? I'll go. This is Jana. Okay. Okay, so um, I did a couple CSAs for practice and a couple money maps. Um, Let's see. And I have two different people that I worked with in them, and I actually um, didn't tap with them right then in the in the money map or CSA that I was doing with them but I set it up when when we were talking after or even during to have them like the memory thing come up and and how you know we're supposed to ask questions as we go along in the money map well what did that bring up for you and how did you feel and did you remember a time in your life so it, it's already set up for us in those in those scripts for the most part. But I, um, with the one, she has really good things going on in her life, and she can't receive those in. But yet the memory is kind of a traumatic memory of of maybe why she won't bring those in. And I'm gonna be tapping with her um, on Sunday, and. I'm I'm not sure, like, I want to bring up, you know, the negative stuff or the trauma and have her really go through it a little bit. But I also, she's one that I feel that I really need to bring in so much of the good of what she really does have, but she's not seeing. Okay. So tell does me a little sense? bit. Uh, yes, I, yeah, it definitely does make sense, but I would like to have a little bit more information. So... Like her her current situation and life right now is really good and she has a hard time letting it in, accepting it, and enjoying it. Is that what's happening? Yes, yes, she doesn't enjoy it. She does. She she's blocking the joy of like she doesn't have debt. Her savings is like huge, and she's like, wow, she was surprised when she looked at it and happy. And and then we got into you know asking some of the other questions and the income goal and things like that and well, it's not possible, and, you know, how how can I do that? And 
you know, when she was younger, I guess there was a lot of trauma around money and they had to not use, like like her mom would have bananas on the table and she, they, they would be these beautiful, luscious bananas, but they needed to save them in case they needed them later and then the bananas ended up rotting. And that was like a really vivid memory in her head and then, you know, their farmhouse burnt down and stuff so they, they really would always like, save in case they needed it later in case they needed it later but they never enjoyed or or were able to taste the luscious fruit or you know what I mean so yeah yeah they they made banana bread but she really wanted a banana you know (laughs) yeah so yeah and she didn't enjoy the banana bread but she would have enjoyed the banana and so the two are kind of tied together and and I was like okay how do I you know, how do I start? Yeah, I want to tap on the memory and and help her work through that, but I want her to be able to see that she has so much to enjoy now um, as well. Well, the thing is that, and, and is it possible, I'm just going to ask you a question, okay? Is mm-hmm. it possible that you see how much good she has going for herself that you're, you have a little bit of an agenda that you want her to enjoy it as well. Is that possible, that you are a little bit in there? Well, she's asked to be able to. She just wants to, to be able to enjoy and feel that joy again. So okay. she has asked for that, and, and possibly, yeah, because she's asked for it, same as what Claudia and Donna are saying, you know, well, she's asked for that joy and to feel that and to enjoy things again. So am I good enough to bring her to that point? Because that was a question I was going to ask as well, the one that came up with Claudia about, you know, do I have what it takes? Can I really help her to see this? Can I help her to feel this? You know, without it being an attachment of mine to the outcome. Yes, yes. Absolutely, and I'll definitely talk about that. that you know, how we, we can get attached to the outcome, uh, with, especially when it's about us wanting to fix them. Like somehow uh, it's, it's up to us. There's something that we need to do. And, that it's, and, and we, you know, the responsibility and everything is, is really big. That's, yeah, absolutely. So I will talk about that. Okay. I would like to tell you with these particular clients, um, what I would say is there's a couple, it's, it's going into her sense of deprivation. The sense of like, in, well, growing up, there was a sense of deprivation, right? Yes, yes. Right? And there was like a sense of scarcity. Yes. And was it just, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I would be curious, was that just in a material sense or was it also emotional? Oh, it was definitely also emotional. Right. Yes. Because if, if it's also emotional, what happens as children is that we translate that into somehow I am not deserving. Right. See, there's a, there's a banana there. It's perfectly fine. I can, it's within my reach. I ask my mom to have it and she tells me no. Yes. And maybe I ask my mom for a hug and she somehow is too busy and she tells me no. 
And yes. it translates in the mind of a child that somehow I'm not deserving. I cannot okay. have what I really want. I cannot enjoy what is there because I don't deserve it somehow. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So how I would work with her is on really allowing her to... So if... Let me think for a second. Because, of course, when we were just talking with Stefan about how we're going to do the uh, level three and advanced EFT so we can bring in our version of Matrix. But... Mm. Um, um, the one because because this is this is perfect for that. Like, but I'm going to tell you this. So you can start with her by inviting her to visual because we we have done these with Margaret and probably you know you've done it yourself. Visualize herself in that scene, right? Either with the banana or wanting wanting something from mom and not having it, or whoever you know her parents and allowing her and to tap on that how she how that girl felt. Right, the, the sadness, the hurt, the feeling that somehow she's not enough, that somehow she doesn't deserve, and and really voicing, really giving voice to all the emotions that that little girl felt, which is her, of course, right? Start, right. And and start, starting very simple in a, in very like you would tap in with a child. So I would say, even though as a little girl or the girl that I'm seeing in this picture feels like she doesn't deserve, that somehow she did something wrong, that somehow, you know, there's something that, there's something wrong with this picture, uh, I want to let her know that she's a good girl, that she's a, you know, she's a wonderful soul, that she, I really care about her. So you're building that compassion and that love and that honoring for her inner girl. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because that is going to develop within her a, a deeper understanding of where all of this is coming from. And okay. when you're going to when you're going to voice her pain, just you know say you know even though she didn't get what she needed, she didn't get what she wanted, and she and she had the right to you know have those needs as any child. She had the right to feel accepted and loved and cared for and protected for who she was. And she didn't get that. Even though she holds all this pain, you know, I am here today to let her know that she did deserve it. She was a really good child. And I would interrupt and ask her, do you, you know, what do you, when you see that girl, so you don't even say you as a little child, when you see that little girl, that it, of course it's you, but when you see that little girl, do you believe that she deserves to have the love and acceptance that she wanted? Was she a good a good girl? Okay. Because it's it's very important not to assume, because you know for whatever reason sometimes we can reach a, a negative conclusion about ourselves as children, and then you need to address that, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it's you know, but in general, in general, it is. It most adults see we can see ourselves as little kids and really see that we deserve to be loved and protected. And I, mm-hmm. you know, and depending how new to she is to these, and, and I, this goes for any client, of course. Depending how new they are to personal development or to tapping or to both, it's very or even you know, 
uh, any sort of therapy, I always say, you know, this is not a process, even though it may seem like we're saying negative things about you or your parents, this is not about blaming. It's about honoring the feelings because whenever we honor what is, then the feelings can shift. And I always okay. say, you know, do you, does that make sense to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because otherwise there would be resistance. And, you know, I have had sometimes in the beginning clients would tell me, about, but my parents were really nice. They didn't do anything wrong, you know. It's like, and that's the adult self trying to, like, make it work and cope because that's what we learn to do, right? Right. So, so it would be a process of her understanding that she's more deserving, that she can let in a little bit. That and and she even you can even you know, after you tapped quite a bit, you can say you know are you willing to let her have a banana? Are you could you invite her to a you know a parallel plate where you just both sit and have as many bananas as you want? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, and say, you know, maybe she wants to make a beautiful fruit salad and put as many bananas as she wants in there. You know, whatever whatever it is. And you know what? As a homework assignment, I would say, I would invite you to, if bananas are it, get yourself to, but enough bananas that you can have a banana every day as many times as you want. Okay. Just to start with something that is so simple but yet so powerfully symbolic. Yeah, of okay. of giving herself what she wants. Yeah, that's that's key. Symbolic of giving yeah. her what she wants. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Right. That was great. Thank you. All right. You're Thank very you. welcome. Yeah, very welcome. Cheryl, and congratulations, by the way, on all your CSAs and everything. Cheryl, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I, I mean, I'm not doing CSAs. I'm not doing anything. I'm still working on personal development. <laughs> well, good for you. You know, it's like you just take take all the time that you need. Well, yeah, that's a, and you know, it's that's where I'm at. Just like taking it in, and just being around everybody, so I keep it fresh. So that's yeah. basically where I am. Um, what? So for me, like, I have personal development. I'm working on my personal development, but I'd also like to be able to tap for my son. He won't tap, but I want to be able to tap for him. So that would be, like, um, that's where I'm at. I'm still, like, in that phase in my small world. Okay. Now, um, how are you doing? Because I know that you, you, you know, you just opened up the studio, and that piece is really good. And my guess, do you have some team player in you, Cheryl? Oh, I, big time, big time. And I don't know if it's team player as a default or team player as just as a person, you know, if it's yeah. one of my thing. And I also, my knowledgeable achiever is really strong, too. So that's what they, um, Margaret and Amy and everybody says that I'm a charismatic leader. I'm like, no, nah, I'm more of a team player, knowledgeable achiever. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt and say that you're a charismatic leader, my dear. <laughs> Who was that? Who was that, Donna? What, what did you say, Claudia? Claudia? That what? You don't Claudia. Know, but it, she is a yeah, yeah. charismatic but, leader. Oh, she is a charismatic leader, but she has been playing a team player for quite a while. Yeah, okay. I will agree that she's forced herself into a team player. Yeah. 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 I can see that, yeah. Definitely. Because, and I, 
Yeah, like in some, some, you, you definitely have the, the charismatic leader. I have no doubt either. But somehow it's, it's more, maybe it's more comfortable or you, are, you know how it works to be a team player and a knowledgeable achiever. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you've been thoroughly, um, you know, complimented or supported and encouraged to be a charisma, a team player and charisma and knowledgeable achiever because they're, as women, they're the two main, you know, profiles that everybody loves. Who doesn't love a team player? And right. as somebody that, you know, somebody that is going to come and do for you and somebody that is going to do it well and be detail-oriented. I mean, that's like, you know, everybody wants that. But the key here is, like, who are you? And uh, what, is it that, what is it that you want and you need? I know, like, for me, I always feel it it. it it's not possible. Things aren't possible. So Okay. Okay. So tell me what is it that it's not possible? It's not possible to be yourself, to succeed. What is not possible? So it's it's like, it's nothing's like possible for me. Like, it's not possible. And here, back on being, you know, falling in love and being in a relationship, it's just not possible. And that... You know, I've been trying to figure out what these blocks are. And, you know, and like up at your place that past weekend, I get little insights, but I still have it buried. And, um, yeah, I trust, in, like, it's just, I can't count on anybody type of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's not possible for me to be successful because I'll have to do it all myself, you know, and mm-hmm. and I'm just going to fail. Yeah. So you cannot count on anybody. You have to do it all yourself, and yet it's, it's not quite possible for you. So there's mm-hmm. always gonna right. be, there's always going to be something that is going to interfere. Mhm. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Some, you know, I'm going to rely on people and just get let down. Yeah. It's really, really funny because Jordan and I just hired a marketing team, and they just let us down big time. And now I'm seeing, like, on this call, I'm like. Oh, Again, can't count on people. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Whew. So this is one, and this is Cheryl, uh, I, because I'm, I'm noticing the reason that I'm asking questions about you is because uh, what you mentioned with your, with your son, you mentioned something to me at another call with, about your sister, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm noticing a big pattern where it, that is about. Other, I want to help other, everybody. Yes. Yeah, and that's a, that's a really beautiful sentiment. Uh, but the one piece that is missing is like, how about you? Yeah, I know. Yep. And uh, and the other piece is that. You know, because cause my, my guess is that there's a big deserving, you know, issue going on. Do you, do you feel like you deserve to be happy, to have what you really want? I don't feel it, no. I don't, I don't, I can't say that I honestly feel like I deserve it. Yeah. 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 But you know, even listening to this call, I don't, I don't deserve to be here. I don't belong in this call. 
you know, because um, I'm still dealing with my own personal stuff. And everybody else is out helping other people, and I just want the, the knowledge to achieve. I just want to fix them. Here, do this, and you'll be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to tell you, this is about using tapping to 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 help yourself or somebody else. It doesn't have to be we're all here, we're all together. And the idea is to really honor where everybody's at and, mm-hmm. to, and to support each other. And the one thing I want to tell you is that even though there's a part of you, and you can even tap on the other one, even though there's a part of you that feels or, say, you know, is telling you that you don't deserve to be on this call, the truth is that you actually decided to be here. So there's, there's, there's something that is starting to wake up within you and says, you know what, that whole not deserving is not possible for me bullshit, I'm kind of tired of it. Is that possible? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you're here. You know, and I always feel like, like I'm on the outside looking in, wanting to be part of things. Oh, you're in, girl. You're totally in. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just sitting on the outside. I'm not doing any tapping. <laughs> okay, Cheryl, no, wait, no. <laughs> Sorry, you're in. Now, Cheryl, tell me what would happen if you were to be in. Instead of outside looking in, what would happen if you were in? I'd be accepted. What's that? I'd be accepted. Oh, sorry, I couldn't hear that. You'd be? Accepted. I'd be part of it, part of everybody, yeah. Yes, and then what what would that lead to? I'm just having the sense of belonging, sense of love. You know, and um, so, like, I am having these little breakthroughs because uh, I've been noticing that with, like how it affects me, how it, like, and then I see, I'm just opening my eyes to that whole thing I'm being on the outside looking in. Cheryl, are you tapping through this while we're talking? No, I'm just breathing really heavy. <laughs> it might be good. It might just, just to touch, even if you touch just one point, you can touch yeah. and breathe if you like to. If, you know, tapping is too much, just touch and breathe. So let's go, let's go a little further. Yeah. And this is for this is for everybody, okay? This is really yeah, for everybody crazy, in whatever yeah. whatever way it works. So Cheryl, let's go further. If you were to feel accepted, to feel loved, if you feel like you belong, what would happen after that? Something somehow the rug will get pulled out from underneath me, and I'll be back out uh, alone again. That's it. That's exactly it. And that happened, mm-hmm. right? A few a few times? A few times, yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's it. That is exactly the root. And it happened probably started when you were very, very young. That when you actually trusted and you really, really needed it was not it wasn't there for you. Right. So it- for you to trust, for you to even open up to the possibility that you belong, that you're accepted and loved for who you are, it's so freaking scary because you lost so much. 
Why would mm-hmm. you put yourself on the line again? Right. Yeah. So that's why it's so easy. It, it's more appealing in some way to actually want to tell for your brother, for you know, your sister, your son, mm-hmm. anybody, anybody that comes along. Mhm. Right. Yep. So what I would encourage you to do is to just. You know, just even name it like that, even though I, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to belong. That it's, it's much more comfortable looking in, you know, that I, I, I don't want to be inside. I want to be looking in from outside because it's safer. I know what I have. I know that I'm on my own. I'm not going to rely on anybody. Why would I want to be in at the, with a huge risk of losing it? Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yep. I, I, but, you know, really, like, that would be really a wonderful piece to do. And whenever you just, you know, whoever you're, if you have a tapping body or whoever you're doing, that piece of going at it and just honoring and, re, you know, the refusal, complete refusal to actually be part of. Because the risk is too big, the, the possibility of pain too great, and screw that. You've been through it. You've survived it. Why would you want to put yourself on the line again? And right. just, go at, just go at it until you're like, okay, I'm tired of being outside. I'd like to go in. Okay. Yeah? Now, how, does it, how do you feel right now just being able to, I hope you're still tapping. Are you tapping? Yep. Good. How does it feel to have these just so in the open and very clear? Um, very lightheaded. So I'm trying to, like, feel my feet. I'm trying to stay in my body. Mm-hmm. It's like the wave of nausea okay. kicking me okay. out of here. Okay. So how about if you just repeat after me? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really want to be in my body. I don't really want to be in my body. I don't actually want to do this. I don't actually want to do this. I refuse to be in my body. I refuse to be in my body. Because it's too uncomfortable. Because it's too uncomfortable. The level of pain that I could experience is just overwhelming. The level of pain that I could experience is just so overwhelming. And I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I've been there many times. been there many times. And I don't want to go there again. I don't want to go there again. So I'd just ra- rather stay out. I'd rather just stay out. Because that, I know that place. Because I know that place. It's familiar and it's safe. It's familiar and it's safe. I'm staying out. I'm staying out. And I want you to just almost like visualize yourself literally out. Out of your body out of what you know whatever you know whatever it may mean as as a group, just like you're like somehow a little bit out, mhm, and just notice that you're you know I'm safe here, I don't need to go in right? yep. yeah, and take a deep breath and just stay with that as you keep on tapping through the points, it's just I don't want to risk. I don't want to risk. See that? I yeah. don't want to risk. There's there's too risk. much. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the potential for pain is too great. 
The potential for pain is too great. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I refuse to do it. I refuse to do it. And I'm completely okay staying outside. And I'm completely okay staying outside. Okay. Take a breath. You're still lightheaded. Now just wiggle your toes a little bit. Wiggle your toes. Mm-hmm. How is it being in your body a little bit? Yeah, I feel like in my heart at this point. Okay. And if you breathe in, can you just breathe in all the acceptance and the Really, a lot of caring that we all have for you, that we're very happy that you're here, even a little bit. Can you take a little bit of that in? Yeah. 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 I've already already decided that I was going to join the Rock Sounds next year, only so I can stay within this group. You know what I mean? Like, so I really hope, you know what I mean? Like, this is, I finally feel comfortable to say, I belong with this group. Yes. So... But I still doubt, you know, that I really belong. But I, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I'm, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of really deep healing that needs to take place in mm-hmm. order to, to, you know, but it, it's a fabulous start. It's amazing. But yeah. You're also doing a lot. Even, even though there's all this healing and integration that is taking place, you're still working, you're still functioning, you're still doing your, your studio. There's so much that you're doing. So you're not just doing personal development work, girl. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I had I had news for you there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Thank How you. How are you feeling? You're very welcome. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah? Okay. And I know that it's not... Um, it would be fabulous to have a, a full session, and you know, I hope that you give yourself that somehow. You know, reach out, and um, but it would be really amazing to do some deep healing, so you can actually feel like, um, yeah, even even my my desire, and this is something that is an invitation, is that mm-hmm. you feel you feel that even though you survived. All you know, your history, that mm-hmm. actually that made you stronger and more able to trust in yourself, so you can actually you, you actually know when you can actually ask for support and help, knowing that if something doesn't go exactly as you would like to, you have the strength to deal with it. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Instead of avoiding situations where you would be let down, feeling that somehow you would be completely devastated. Mm. Right? Because you, yeah. you're, now, you're, not, you're not a three-year-old or a five-year-old anymore. You have a lot of tools. You have a lot of strengths. You have a lot of talents and expertise and experience and beautiful people around you like us. That's for sure. Yes. I send you a huge, huge hug, huge hug for you. Mm. Thank you. Thanks. You're very, very welcome. Anybody else would like to say something, just jump in. 
Cheryl, I love you big, and I'm so proud of you for being vulnerable with us and, and allowing us to be present with you and for you during that. And it's it's helpful to us, too, because some of us feel some of those same things or have. And so um, I'm just grateful that, that we got that experience with you. And I love you big. Thank you, Jana. Love you, too. Yeah, I definitely got a lot out of that short round of tapping and tuning into my undeserving. So thank you for bringing it up, Cheryl. Thank you. You're welcome, Claudia. And and you you resonate with me um, and the places that I feel like I'm not deserving and I shouldn't be I shouldn't be at like the big kids table uh, and then I'm like well but how can I keep putting myself there <laughs> you know like at, at some level I know I do deserve because I want to play with all of the the people who play big. And that's what I see in you is you surround yourself with powerful, well, particularly powerful women, uh, very much like I do. So guess you are also meant to be here just like me. Yeah, great. Thanks, Donna. It's amazing because I do, like my whole life I've just role modeled after a very positive woman and like here's, you know, it's for you, for others, right? Just five of us on the call. Like here we are. Like here, here's some amazing women. And uh, you know, it's it's funny because when I started this program, I felt like I was the little kid in the room, always the little kid. Now finally, I'm like one of the adults. But it was, I'm not sure yet, so I'm getting there. And so it's amazing, and it's it's all because of you guys. So thank you. And you. Right, yeah. right. You allowed me. You guys all allowed me to get here. So, so that's great. Thank you. You're very welcome. And you have allowed yourself to be here. That's a piece that I want you to notice. You are the one that is actually taking the steps. Because mm-hmm. actually, you were all happy to have you here, but none of us dialed the phone for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's really big, you know. It's that really like giving credit to the where the credit is deserved, and really just really, you know, pat yourself on the back and give yourself a hug because you brought yourself here and you definitely belong here. So I think that it it definitely is the, you know, do I really have what it takes? It's a big one today. So we'll um, let let's talk a little bit about that. I think that um, we all have it. So I'm going to, I'll ask for a minute if we can mute ourselves. I'll talk for a bit and then we can, um, we can, you know, just make comments and so on. But I wanted to talk about that because um, I, I had, I have this big time and, and I, and I still have it when I have my backlash. It's like, oh, forget this. Let's just go with the frozen yogurt franchise, man. I I love that idea. (laughs) That's my outlet. But, um, what I notice is that there there are glimpses and I want I want to invite you each to look at you can even close your eyes and get in touch with experiences you've had that maybe you know, maybe you were tapping on your own, maybe maybe it's not even related to tapping. It could be a moment where you were with a client or with a friend 
or you are doing something where you feel that you have it. You get a glimpse of these like golden light where you that's just within you. It's like your heart is dancing and you're like, Wow, that was awesome. And it could be anything from cooking an amazing meal to, you know, just working with someone, anything, anything at all. But it's that piece of us that knows that we really have what it takes, that we are unique, that we have huge, beautiful, amazing talents and gifts. And not only that, but they're so extremely unique to who we are. It's about getting in touch with that in the core, in our hearts. We know. That's why we're here. Tapping is a beautiful tool, but it's that. It's just a tool, a tool through which we can actually channel ourselves, our heart and our soul to helping ourselves, to helping others if it you know, if and when the time comes. And to really just, you know, we're here to make this world better for ourselves and the people that we love. And expanding the ripple effect as far as we can when the time is right. But there's that glimpse that we know, we know in our hearts that we are unique, that we're powerful women. And there's all these crap. There's all this crap that we tell ourselves and there's all this all this stuff that gets in the way that clouds over that clarity. And I, I almost want you to I don't know, but I get this image of being in if you were in the car right now, like today that at least over here it was raining. And I want you to see the windshield wipers that's very gently in a beautiful like dance. Just move all that stuff out of the way. So you have a more clear view and perspective of who you are, of your value. That's really being able to see, see your brilliance, see that you do have what it takes. And not only that, but further is that whenever somebody asks for your support, just be a client, a friend, yourself, is because that person knows, especially when it's somebody else, right? Because we were talking about, do we have what it takes to help somebody else? Especially if they're paying us. And it's like, if that person has come to us, there's a huge reason. They see something in us that they want. They see that we have the ability to facilitate, to guide some, you know, process of healing and for them to be in a different place. And the only way that we actually know that we have what it takes is by doing it. Like we don't know if we can actually ride a bike until we get on and we start moving. And we may fall and we, you know, some things we may be able to do a little better or differently. But the only way to just take off 
is to just start. Take the first step. And be completely honest and say, you know, if this is... um, this is your, I would done, and this is one piece that is very delicate. It's like if you have to so into practical, into the practicality of it, what I highly encourage each of you when you're going to type for yourself or type for, especially typing for somebody else, which is the, the key that we're talking about, is that do some really wonderful typing on you that inviting this person to really share with you their wisdom and to allow spirit or the universe or God, however you, just to support you in providing the best for this person. Just get yourself out of the way and whatever agenda and whatever concern you might have, to just like put it aside temporarily and say, I just want to be a channel for this person. I just want to, and, and I have to share with all of you that I remember when I first started chatting um, with my clients, or existing clients that I had at the clinic, and I saying, introduced tapping. And there was one particular woman that there was a point that she went into a, a place where I was like, I don't know what to do next. And and I was like, you know, internally I was like puzzled and anxious, and I was like, oh shoot, what am I gonna do? And I just took a deep breath and I said, you know what? I really don't know what to do next. What do you think? What do you need? And it completely shifted. I was like, okay, this is not, I don't have to have all the answers. I am not God. I don't know everything. And and she told me, she said, well, I think that what would be really important for me is to you know, do this or tap on this piece because this is what's happening. And I'm like, all right, wonderful. Let's do it. So allow yourself that permission to be honest. Honest in the se- in, within the session, within the experience, to be in your space. Like to be, you know, to say, I actually am a little puzzle here. There's, there's, there's a lot going on and maybe we need to focus on one piece, for example, right? The, the one piece that I would advise is that if you're having a client for the first time, I would not say, you know what, you're my first client, <laughs> especially, you know, a, a paid client. Um, I mean, that they, somebody could say, well, why not? That's my recommendation, my suggestion, um, because I think that it, it, there is something about your own credibility and the truth is that even though this may be your first paid client or paying client, it's not necessarily your first the first person you have talked with. So it's about like really building your own confidence and knowing that you're going to do the best for that person. Um, I would highly encourage what um, like the kind of experience that Fiona shared with us about lighting candles or doing some sort of ritual. Especially with clients where I have challenging clients where I have a bit of an agenda, I tap on that agenda plenty. So I'm not in the way. This is not about me. And even though I feel like, you know, this person should do this and this and this, just to say, you know, even though I do feel very strongly, this is just me and I honestly don't know what is the best outcome for this person. I, I, 
You know, who am I to, to decide that, to know that, or to even influence that? So I spoke for quite a bit. I'm curious, how are you doing? How is that sense of, like, do I have what it really takes to work with paying clients? Um, and I know, Claudia, we we started with you. So how, how are you doing now? Um, while you were talking, I got an internal message that said, tapping works. Let it do its job. So I... Get that I, if I get out of my own way, I can let the process work. And I, deeply in my cells of my body, believe that it works because it works. Yeah, it has made a difference for me. So I get it. Like I need to just get out of my own way and let the tapping do its work. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very simple and beautiful way of putting it, right? That it doesn't have to be all about you. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. Are you feeling more at peace? Do you do you have what it takes then to have a paying client? Yes. Yay! All right. I, I can tap on that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. And you know what? And you can tap on things like, well, you know, now I really have to fix her because she's going to pay me. And, yes. you know, I, I have to do it perfectly. I cannot mess up. I have to know all the answers and I need to figure it out and da da da, da. And, and really say, it's like, I need to know and I need to figure it out. And I, instead of allowing, you know, because that's all the voices and then allowing to be like, well, what if I just invite inspiration, invite light, invite universe, whatever you like to call it, to just work through me? Because right? you do that beautifully, beautifully, too. And before I do an energy healing at any point, I do a little process where I do open myself up to channeling because I can channel. And uh, I say, ask if I can t- tap into their subconscious. And so I can just do that with tapping as well. I, it's just another form of channeling. So I, I can do that same ritual that I do to open up my channel and go. Absolutely, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Wonderful. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And Donna, how are you doing? Um, I, I'm doing well. What uh, Claudia said kind of sparked something in me to remember um, that we're not healing people. We're, we're guiding them with a tool to heal themselves. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I really love the word facilitator because that's how I feel that it's like so much, like a lot more accurate. We're facilitating a process that is not our process, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wonderful. I I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, I didn't do anything. I am your tuning fork. I'm just here as a tool. I just say that I am a tool that you're using, not like you're yeah. using me. But like, yeah. I didn't go out into your life and, and change things. Like, you did that. Yeah. And so, so. I, I, with that, I have to say, ladies, at all the, you know, all the charismatic leaders in here in, in this space, that when we do, when we facilitate and help somebody and guide someone through a process, and they, you know, I, I notice a transformation. 
I do feel like a million dollars. I'm sorry. I know that it might be. But it's more, it's more, I feel like it's, it's, honestly, it feels beyond my ego. It's not so much my ego. It's like my heart is like, yay, I'm doing what I'm meant to do. That's the first one. You know, like, yes, I'm doing it. Right? Heart-centered versus ego-centered. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, Diana, how are you? I'm good. That was great. Thank you for doing that. And and I, too, had an aha, like, just do what you normally do and get, you know, just be that vessel. I'm that vessel. I'm that extension cord to the universe, whatever, to be their tool and just allow them their process for healing. And, and I do that in my healing work, and I don't know why with the tapping I get so, what if I don't do it right? Because when I'm in my healing room with people i i am completely heart-centered i i do it right because i don't do anything i just am that vessel and that's what i have to remember with this tapping as well so it it was helpful to hear claudia say that and then i i got my information as well and it was just like okay i can do this otherwise so why not with the tapping it's just one more tool it's just one more avenue to help them go through their their process so it was good it was great wonderful good so do you have what it takes absolutely yes all right awesome thank you so much thank you and Cheryl how are you doing I'm doing good it's funny um so I don't help people with this happen yet, right? I haven't gotten that there, but yep. I see it in my studio, like when helping people, like I just, I'm the tool to teach them how to be, not, you know, like just to open up their path to be creative. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I can relate what everybody's saying to what I do in the studio. And then I'm thinking, I, I'm seeing like how that will transform into the tapping. You know, so it's it's open in my eyes. Awesome. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's what I wanted to do. I'm so glad that, yeah, because I wanted to integrate that this is not just about tapping. It is about tapping, but it's also about, like, oh, like owning who we are, right? Because mm-hmm. do I have what it takes is about us, right? Our essence, our heart, what we came here to do. Right. Wonderful. And I hear that your vo- your voice is sounding a little lighter. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Good. Wonderful. Okay, ladies. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna. Wow. Look how punctual we are. Um, these oh, these wow. defending. Yeah, I know. It's like on the dot. We're good. We're very good. And these maybe anywhere from sixty to ninety minutes. You know, depending on what is present, it's most likely going to be ninety minutes. Uh, just for you know for planning purposes. Um, but I, you know, and I'm very, very, um, I encourage you to write to me if you have any questions or comments, and we can do it as a group so everybody can also provide feedback if something comes up. And, um, and we're going to be connecting again next Thursday. Great. Yay. Okay. Wonderful. Any final question or comments? No. 
No. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Wonderful. <laughs> I didn't expect to, so much silence from all of you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> We're processing. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for everybody. I wish we were all in the same room. I love you. Love yeah, you too. Okay. Love you. Have a wonderful thank you. night. You're you very, too. very welcome. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.